Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome again to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And before we get started, uh, it'd be good to mention that uh, Minneapolis holds a special place in the entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. Uh, it's where you got to start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring to those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting up the community on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on YouTube.com slash Target. And for those of you interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond that, which I offer on podcasts like these, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Uh, it's designed for more than just therapists, though. So if you're helping professional in any way, diversity in clinical practice can help you meet the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for whomever you serve. And it's also available in paper and audio book for your convenience. And whether it be through my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author or speaker, my personal mission is to do my part, my part to improve the world one strength of relationship at a time. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about hair discrimination. Now, uh, while many people might find it hard to believe, many children and adults across the country experience hair discrimination on a daily basis. One of the reasons why it can be hard to believe is that people often associate hair discrimination with loud, bold, and negative statements insulting people's hairstyles and texture to their face. Or maybe even hair uh, spray-painted messages conveying that certain people, in particular people whose hair texture is not the style considered to be normal, are not welcome here. First, let me make it clear that while it may not be a part of your daily experience or your effort experience, these experiences are not limited to race-focused movies about a period years, uh, years ago. They still occur to this day. And even if you consider them to be rare, isolated events, those on the receiving end of these messages would still appreciate your support in reducing them even further. Even if only in the smallest form of not minimizing their experience and the impact of such as irrelevant because it's not frequent enough or in your experience. That being said, what is frequent is the more subtle discrimination that is often said softly or maybe even apologetically, yet still conveying the message that certain hairstyles and textures often associated with certain racial groups or ethnic groups is abnormal and unacceptable. But then the question is, how can one apologetically discriminate? Well, one way is in the form of school or workplace dress code policies that include not only uniform shirt or pants or skirt options, but also hair length and style limitations. Now, on the surface, many argue that these types of requirements are not intended to discriminate against anyone, only to create a school or workplace environment with limited distractions related to appearance. Some even argue that these policies help protect many from undue attention and harm. For example, if you're from a low socioeconomic status or household and can't afford to compete with these peers or with your peers in the latest high price fashion, including clothing and hairstyle trends, then the dress code helps to reduce distractions and levels of playing field. 
addition, people argue that these policies also help protect individuals from higher socioeconomic status households, from undue negative attention in the form of having their expensive shoes stolen or their clothes uh, vandalized or hair ridiculed or, or made fun of by others who have an issue with their perceived extravagance. In the face of frustrations and requests for change, these experiences are cited and apologetically upheld with an expression of, I'm sorry you don't like it, but we're just doing what's for your own good, for everyone's own good. And in the face of it, on the surface of it, there is merit to some of these protective intentions behind the policies. Unfortunately, these are not the only intentions behind these policies and the impact doesn't justify it either way. Talk about the intentions first. Conscious and unconscious biases, referring to the beliefs and perceptions that influence our decisions and behaviors, also play a role in these policies. For in addition to the protective motivations behind these policies, there are also there have also been emissions from decision makers uh, in some of these uh, workplace environments or university environments that some of the rules are made simply out of preferences for some over others and simple uncomfortability with differences and a desire to maintain sameness, the sameness that they're most familiar with. We will continue with this topic, but now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know how important it is to seek counseling, to unload stress, find emotional healing, and help you with anxiety and depression. BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash this is evident when a prospective interviewee with an exceptional resume, no excuses needed, professional attire, and an excellent interview response all the way through, displaying their pre preparedness for potential roles and their benefit to the company's mission and efforts. They get passed over by the executive decision makers that uh, expressing that while they interviewed well, they would be going with someone else uh, in part. But with all things being equal, this interviewee just didn't seem to fit their workplace environment. Behind closed doors, some even admit that they wrestle with it, saying things like, well, we like them more than we expected to. But what, what would it be like if we hired them with, with their representing our company with a hairstyle like that? You know, those, those, those braids or twists or what did they call them? Locks or something like that? Yeah, it's just so unruly, un unkempt. It's just not professional. And here is where the problem rests. When one's preferences and comfort zones become the standard and anything and anyone else outside of that sameness standard gets deemed unprofessional and unacceptable. Unprofessional behavior usually refers to things that actually hinder professional efforts. And if someone else's hair is hindering professional efforts, then the question becomes, how so? Many well-qualified business professionals, executives, teachers, actors, and even more have shown that hair texture and style differences in no way actually hinder professional abilities. Many students have shown that their hair texture and style differences in no way hinder their academic progress. Now, if others are distracted, 
Then the question arises as to what it would take for them to be able to explore, identify, and work through what it is about those differences that makes them uncomfortable. In the end, the goal would be for them to realize that just because someone's hair is different doesn't mean that it's bad. Just because you may be more familiar with a certain type of hair texture or style in a certain type of environment doesn't make that the best kind of hair for that environment. It only means that that's the type of hair that has been most reflected in that type of person or in that type of position uh, in the past. As we become more aware of the benefits of having a greater variety of people with greater varieties of experiences and perspectives and a greater variety of roles in society, that we will be able to realize that the varying ways of expressing one's identity that come along with that di difference in variety and diversity not only don't take away from their effectiveness, it also enhance it. Now, in recognition of the reality that many people need incentive to make changes like this in consideration of others, and in order to address this practice of hair discrimination, legislation efforts are being made around the country today to make it illegal to discriminate against people based on their hairstyle and texture in the workplace and in schools. This effort is referred to as the Crown Act, which stands for Creating and Respecting, uh, Creating a Respectful and Open World for natural hair. And if advocating for the right of individuals to be able to proudly wear their natural hairstyle and braids and locks and twists and more feels like an unnecessary, unprofessional policy violation, then let me share a person-focused consideration for you to think of. Uh, the gist being that hair discrimination can cause destructive and irreparable harm. How so? Consider just a few ways in which it can have a devastating impact. One being identity. Everyone deserves the opportunity to express their sense of identity. The, the massive hair industry in the society confirms that hair is seen by many as an essential form of self-expression. Not only that, but hair expression is often a form of identifying with one's family, their culture, or ancestral heritage. However, when someone is told directly or indirectly, loudly or softly, that their identity is unacceptable and that someone else's identity or expression is more acceptable, then it can have a devastating impact on one's ability to maintain a healthy sense of identity, as well as not resent being told that their natural self is wrong and that they need to hide their natural self and look like someone else to be accepted. Another way is esteem. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have their identity affirmed. The very concept of bad hair days and massive efforts to avoid such confirm that the, being able to not only express one's identity, but also to have that identity socially affirmed has a significant impact on how someone sees themselves and how they view themselves in the eyes of others. There's often this common saying that says, when you look good, you feel good. But who determines what you do to look good or what it looks good? Hair discrimination forces some to establish and maintain a healthy view of themselves despite opposing views, telling them that they're delusional in their perceptions of themselves. You think you look good? <laughs> You're delusional. And sadly, many unfortunately believe these lies, that their natural self is unacceptable and go through great lengths to change uh, to appease others who may never be pleased. As a therapist, knowing that low self-esteem and low self-worth can hinder beliefs about oneself, their personal motivation, their academic determination, their occupational drive, those hindrances like hair discrimination become less of a political issue to be argued and more of a barrier for healthy living and well-being for everyone involved. And lastly, uh, at least on this topic, access. 
It would be one thing if hair discrimination was just a matter of preferences being expressed, but it's a completely different thing when those preferences have the power to influence decisions and effectively limit the access of many to academic and occupational opportunities. Around the country, students everywhere are being sent home from school for violating the dress code that includes hairstyle restrictions, which interestingly only impacts some students and not others, because the rules essentially say that in order to not be a distraction, some students should change themselves to look more like other students who conveniently don't need to change anything at all. Some school officials even pressure students to instantly change under the threat of denying not only the opportunity for an education, but also opportunities to participate in other activities like sporting activities and more, which often are a gateway for higher education opportunities. One example of this is seen when a wrestling coach was seen cutting a student's hair without the parents being notified or having their permission, but having pressured the student to comply out of the threat of being kicked off the team or not being able to participate moving forward. This can also be seen when employees get sent home or lose jobs or get passed over for promotions or never even get hired based on changes, not based not on their ability or changes in ability, but out of a lack of conformity, essentially refusing to accept that, that their natural hair state is inherently wrong and changing themselves uh, to look like others. Despite whatever reasonable intentions that may motivate practices like these, the people impacted by these policies and practices and the long-term impact has to, be, has to be considered as well. My hope for you is that you would be able to see the benefits in prioritizing the people over the policies. And whether or not you are personally impacted by hair discrimination, or whether or not you have seen the significant impact that, uh, that it has or even prioritize your hair that much anyway that you'll be able to see how it impacts others and how it can have a significant impact on their identity, their esteem, and their access to reasonable and earned opportunities. And if possible, that you'll be able to do whatever is within your power to do, at least, at the very least, to not add to that discrimination, and at most, to find a way to help reduce it for everyone's benefit from here and now and moving forward. And with that, I'll say thanks again for listening today to the Diversity Do podcast. And if you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free or empowering guest speaker on a training as, as, or as a topic like this, often difficult topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.lambersfisher.com. And if you know of anyone who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on the often difficult topic of diversity, then feel free to send them a link to this podcast so that they can be encouraged as well and have them check out my award-winning book, Diversity and Clinical Practice, available in paper and audiobook formats on Amazon.com. And I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this, you don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get free high-speed internet at home, a $29.95 value, when you qualify for Internet Essentials Plus and the Affordable Connectivity Program. 
Enjoy more streaming, gaming, and video chatting on more devices for free. With unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Connect to more of what you love for free with Xfinity and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Click, call, or visit a store to learn more. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town, Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut off sandwich crust. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that, and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. Here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, visit ramseyrecycles.com slash scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. 
Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.